0: Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast, thanks for joining us today, it's the 27th of June and on this day in Christian history we go back to the year 2008 and we travelled to St Andrews in Scotland where the French polymath René Girard was given an honorary degree beginning his academic career as a literary theorist. Girard developed a theory of mimetic rivalry which he used to in, first to interpret literature, but became his key theoretical tool to understand the development of human culture, and particularly the role of religion. His influence in different academic fields, as varied as anthropology, economics, sociology and theology, has been quite profound and is growing. And as his thinking matured, he became more focused on religion, and particularly on the Judeo-Christian story. The influential American bishop and theologian Robert Barron has remarked that Girard will be appreciated as a 21st century church father in the future. He died on the 4th of November in 2015. His central idea was that human motivation is based on desire. And what we seek in life is based on what other people want. Our copying of others' desires, he termed mimesis. And this begins very early in our lives, as we develop observing how other humans act. Through this process of observational mimicry, we watch and learn to copy adult behaviour. And this plants deep within us the desire to have or be something that others are. And this he calls mimetic desire. And this mimetic desire becomes mimetic rivalry as we become more and more conscious of belonging to a large and a more complex group. Whether it be family, then school, and then wider society. As this growing consciousness emerges, we also become aware of inequalities within the group, in terms of gifts and talents, but also in terms of material possessions and security. According to Girard, all conflict, competition and rivalry originate in this mimetic desire. And this can escalate into violence between individuals and wider groups. In order to control this violence we have to repress it and society is required to blame someone or something in order to diffuse conflict. And this is what Gerard calls the scapegoat mechanism, a concept which he borrowed from the American literary theorist Kenneth Burke. In 1972, building on his research into desire, He published a book called Violence and the Sacred, theorising that religion and mythology were necessary steps in human evolution to control the violence that arose from mimetic rivalry and the unequal distribution of desirable things. Religion directed the scapegoat impulse onto concepts such as Satan or demons, And without the scapegoating mechanism, we would see an increase in human conflict, according to Girard. Following up with another book called In Things Hidden Since the Foundation of the World, he discovered that the biblical stories were therefore an essential instrument of cohesion. The primary purpose of sacred texts was to end the practice of human sacrifice through replacing the behaviour triggered by the scapegoat mechanism with ritual. The Gospels give an account of a victim god condemned by a unanimous crowd, an event that is then commemorated by Christians through ritual sacrifice. For Catholics and Orthodox Christians, this is a material representation in the Eucharist. The good news of the Gospels clearly affirms the innocence of the victim, thus becoming, according to Girard, the beginning of the destruction of the sacrificial order on which rests the equilibrium of societies. The true God is far removed from violence, whereas false gods. That sanction violence are idols. By revealing how human violence works, Chirard claims the Bible reveals that this violence does not come from God, rather, that God sympathizes with victims. God is incarnate in the person of Jesus in order to become himself a victim and this is predicted by the Old Testament, where the Hebrews were conscious of the uniqueness of their religious tradition. Girard draws special attention to the passages in the book of Isaiah, which describe the suffering of the servant of Yahweh at the hands of the entire community, emphasising his innocence. The evangelical revelation, Girard tells us, that is the story in the Gospels, therefore contains the truth on this violence, which has been available for 2,000 years. However, in the face of this truth, has this violence ended? No, says Girard, since in order for a truth to have an impact, it first must find a receptive listener, and people do not change that quickly. The religious violence of medieval times would indicate that. And wars continue, but end with no clear resolutions. And international rivalries still escalate towards uncertain ends. Nuclear weapons make the stakes much higher than ever. But the worst violence of the 20th century was caused by the Pagan and the Atheist ideologies of Nazism and Communism. However, according to Girard, the Judeo-Christian texts are unique in revealing the innocence of the scapegoat, and thus destabilising the mechanism that allows the victim to be both criminal and redeemer. There has been a recent move amongst some historians to show how deeply Christianity has shaped Western culture and modernity, generally pushing it in a more peaceful way. Such a work is dominion by the English historian Tom Holland. Although the atheist writer Stephen Pinker, in his book The Better Angels of Our Nature, Why Violence Has Declined gives alternative explanations as to why this has occurred citing increased literacy and communication and the rise in rationalism to solve problems. as two possible causes in the decline in violence. He does not seem interested in how Christianity has shaped these trends. In fact, he seems to see all religious belief on par with superstition and being part of the problem. Girard's scholarship ...crossed into the fields of anthropology, sociology, history, philosophy, psychology and theology. And he overturned three widespread assumptions about the nature of desire and violence. First, that our desire is authentic and our own. Secondly, that we fight from our differences rather than our sameness. And thirdly, that religion is the cause of violence... Rather than an archaic solution for controlling violence within a society, he also gave credence to Saint Augustine's idea of original sin. Under Girard's interpretation, there is a twofold sense of original sin. Firstly, that human beings are born with the propensity to imitate each other and eventually be led to violence. And secondly, that human culture was laid upon the foundations of violence. And therefore, human nature is tainted by an original sin. But it can be saved through redemption and materialized into the withdrawal from violence. And here we have echoes of Saint Irenaeus' Theodicy. And the conceptual model that life is a veil of soul-making. Where we move from behaving like animals to eventually becoming like angels. Girard was not a Christian for the early part of his life, but through his work as a humanist, that is, in researching the humanities, it led him to Christianity. And moving from France, he spent the latter part of his life working as an academic in America, receiving honorary degrees and awards from all over the world, from many different universities and academic institutions. And he was elected in 2005 to the prestigious Académie Française, His work has proven to have had a growing influence even in the most unusual places. Peter Andreas Thiel, the billionaire co-founder of PayPal, was the first outside investor in Facebook. Thiel said that he was a student at Stanford when he first encountered Professor Girard's work. And it later inspired him to quit an unfulfilling law career in New York and go to Silicon Valley. He gave Facebook its first $100,000 investment, saying that in the emerging social media, he saw Professor Girard's theories being validated. Facebook first spread by word of mouth, and it's about word of mouth, so it's doubly mimetic. Social media proved to be more important than it looked because it's about our natures. The investment made Mr. Peel a billionaire. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the English priest Robert Hugh Benson and his notable dystopian novel Lord of the World which has been recently called Prophetic by multiple popes I hope you've enjoyed listening visit us on www.pogp.net if you've got time and if you'd like to contact us to request a topic or ask any question then email the show on gmail.com. I'm getting more requests for more information about the books that we talk about in this podcast so as well as attempting to put them up on the daily blog I'm also producing a reading list on the website, so visit it if you've got the time. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.